are Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Locked On Flames. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto. The Flames are finally playing hockey in just a few more days, and the NWHL bubble has officially began. Be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. And if you are listening on the podcast app, uh, with your Apple device, head on over to the store and and give the show a five-star rating and a nice little review. Well, folks, this is a late-night drop because I spent the day at Lake Placid today, and we'll talk more about that in the next segment, but I figured we could talk a little bit about the upcoming match against the Toronto Maple Leafs. But before that, I also just want to apologize if this uh, audio sounds a little different than normal. I am out in my living room, um, microphone and everything's still the same, but I am just in my living room instead of my office today. Uh, But yes, so the Flames play hockey (laughs) Sunday afternoon. I was bamboozled because I was like, oh, the Flames play tomorrow afternoon. No, no, Jess, they play on Sunday. And the Leafs are now without Joe Thornton. He had, um, I think it was an awkward collision. And I was joking around and I was like, oh, the poor old man's going to have to go to a nursing home. And then I saw today that he was put on... uh, the long-term injury reserve. So I was like, oh, that's great. Probably jinxed a broken hip or something. But, uh, you know, breaks my heart because I do love Jumbo Joe. I loved watching him uh, growing up and things like that. And obviously watching him in San Jose was fun. And <laughs> hate seeing him play in Toronto. But I really hope his career doesn't end like this. It would just absolutely be a blow and super devastating. But tonight, the Leafs actually beat the Oilers 4-2, to two, uh, <laughs> making their record four wins, two losses as well. And that puts them at the top of the Scotiabank North Division with eight points. I had a feeling that uh, the, the Leafs would be one of the stronger teams first out of the gate. I mean, longevity and stamina isn't typically their thing, especially when it comes to the playoffs. But I am just, I'm more shocked at how the uh, Canucks are playing. You know, they, they've they lost by, I think, like three or four goals in two games already. And I think that both games were against the Canadians. Not entirely sure. I should probably fact check these things. <laughs> but, you know, I think that that, is, that has just been so surprising. And then Tyler Myers didn't end up getting suspended for that hit that he had on Thursday night when they lost um, 7-3 to against the Canadians. And, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was watching that game, and I was like, this is not what I expected, you know. Not that I thought Vancouver was going to be, you know, a Stanley Cup contender, but I did not think that this is what they <laughs> they would be looking like. Um, 
Again, the only thing that kind of concerns me with Toronto is their goaltending. Um, just like every year, Freddie Anderson's going to Freddie Anderson. Small sample size as of right now um, on on the season and um, on NHL.com, which doesn't have tonight's stats incorporated into these numbers. So also just take that with a grain of salt. But he has a .886 save percentage and a goals against average of three. Oof. You know, it's not great. Um, And I don't even know who their backup goalie is. And um, that's kind of embarrassing on my part. But, like, I feel like they haven't done anything to fix their goaltending issues I really feel like they could have done something this offseason or even the offseason before but man I don't know something about it just does not sit right with me um I mean it's it's fine you know they give the Bruins and the Leafs more of a chance that's fine <laughs> especially the Leafs obviously this season but uh Marner Tavares Brooks and VC scored tonight and I, you know, those are the names I I would be worried about, um, especially three of the four of those come Sunday afternoon. I think that VC has really found his stride in Toronto so far, which is really nice. You know, he's a local boy for me and went to Harvard and things like that. So seeing him you know, finally get in his groove is just is nice. Um Frederick Anderson had a save percentage of 938 tonight, which, you know, congrats. I'm glad you could do that against the, uh, you know, Edmonton Oilers. But, you know, I'm kind of excited for when they play the Canucks. Now that, you know, now that I think of it and how we talked about uh, the Canucks just kind of stinking really bad. But Toronto has scored eight goals in the last three games, which, uh, you know, that's pretty impressive. I would say, but um, Calgary's defense needs to, you know, really be on par and they have their work cut out for them. You know, you have players <laughs> who can score and it's fairly obvious, you know, you look at players like John Tavares, uh, Mitch Marner, Nylander, Austin Matthews, like the list goes on and on and I'm a little bit worried for this game. And the offense is going to need to stay strong, play a full 60 minutes of hockey, and everybody needs to stay disciplined. I feel like a preschool teacher when I'm saying this, but there cannot be any ridiculous penalties. You know, we've seen that a lot. Um, We saw it a lot in the bubble, and I feel like we've seen it a lot this season so far with players like Sam Bennett just taking just unfair and just undisciplined penalties to say the least. Um, We have talked on this podcast ad nauseum about the Flames to-do list and what's underlined at the top with bold ink and and red ink, and that would be staying disciplined and playing a really strong game for a full 60 minutes. But coming up next, the NWHL begins their season in the Lake Placid bubble this weekend. Where can you watch and find all of your game day coverage? But first, a word from our friends at BetOnline AG. 
There is some playoff football happening this weekend, and if there has ever been a time to bet on sports, it is right now. Go place your bets over on the one site that we trust and the one site we use is BetOnline.ag. Head on over to BetOnline.ag right now and use promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus signing up is free and the account you know you put all the money you want on it and you get a 50% welcome bonus go bet on Sunday afternoon's game against the Toronto Maple Leafs Bills Chiefs uh Bucks and who are they playing the Packers Go out and do it. I know I will be placing my bets right after this. And don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on get in on the action. And don't forget to use that promo code locked on to receive 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. Locked on Flames continues. Don't forget to follow me over on Twitter. You can find me at Jess Belmosto. Today, I had the opportunity to go to Lake Placid, (laughs) and no, it wasn't for the NWHL. I actually live very close. Um, It is (laughs) um, literally an hour away, which here is like 20 minutes anywhere else, (laughs) but it's, uh, it's beautiful there and it was so super awesome to see and I was like kind of fangirling a little bit because I was like oh the NWHL you know their bubble starts tomorrow and you know I'm here today and I saw um, a bunch of um, Isabel Cup you know banners and uh, all six teams had these little like banners on the light posts which I thought was so cool so awesome and it literally reminds me of a Lifetime movie or a Hallmark movie town. Like, it is so cute. And if you ever have the opportunity to go, it is obviously enriched with history. And I went once, uh, summer of 2019, with my boyfriend and his family. And it was, oh my God, literally like chills just being there. And everyone there is so friendly. Like, here where I live, um, so they're friendly, but they're not Lake Placid friendly. It's just like so kind, but back to what we are here to discuss and that is hockey. But if you don't know a lot about the league, or even if you do, you should absolutely be following, uh, the ice garden, uh, for their coverage. They do so much work. They are how I found out about the league and how I've really learned a lot about the game and the players and who to watch and who to root for. I mean, it's kind of easy rooting for the Boston Pride when you're from there, but everyone there works their ass off and have grown the game and have worked to grow the game more than anyone else out there. And if you're on Twitter, I'm sure you saw Barstool CEO Erica Nardini kind of chirp one of the contributors of the Ice Garden uh, saying that who's covering uh, the, the, the league, like what major news outlet or what major publication as if the games literally aren't being streamed on, um, or they're not going, the playoffs aren't going to be played on NBCSN in the U S and like, (laughs) it's, it's laughable because there has been a lot of mainstream media coverage. Uh, you know, the, um, oh my goodness, the Boston Herald literally, 
front page last season. But anyways, what do I know? Uh, you know, the ice garden, everyone there is super nice, super friendly. And I have had to ask them on several occasions questions because I'm like, Hey, um, like, is this, is this the same? Is this different? Like I'm only familiar with the NHL and everyone there is nice. Um, I'm rooting for the Boston Pride this season. (laughs) Uh, They're my hometown team, but they are absolutely stacked with talent. Uh, Jillian Dempsey is a phenomenal human being. Outside of hockey, she's actually a teacher too. So, you know, like not only are these women playing hockey at a professional level, but they are working in careers as well. And that's why a lot of people are fighting for, um, you know, better pay. And I, you know, right on. Absolutely. But that's a whole other episode that I would love to have some guests on for. But uh, they also drafted Sammy Davis from Boston University, who is just going to dominate the league. All It's so hard to say like, oh, which team stands out the most? Because there's so much talent. I love the Toronto Six. I think that they're fantastic. Uh, Madison Parker on the Riveters is going to be uh, fantastic, and I like that's always fantastic. But like, I'm just so excited <laughs> to see everyone. Um, you know, you can watch these games on Twitch for free on their uh, channel on the NWHL channel. It's really exciting because this is the Toronto Sixes inaugural season. I'm sure that they weren't expecting to be playing in Lake Placid, um, but it's quite the way to kick off your first season and. My, I love history, and I am so, like, when I go anywhere, especially here in upstate New York, I get so excited because, like, there's so much history around me. So if I was there, like, as a player, I would be geeking out. <laughs> but, uh, you can, like I said, you can watch their regular season games for free on Twitch on the NWHL channel, and you will be able to catch the... Um, playoffs on NBCSN if you live in the States. I haven't seen anything about them broadcasting in Canada yet, which is an absolute bummer, but I'm, I'm hopeful. I, If not this year, maybe, maybe next year. And it's unfortunate because I feel like this was the time to do it, but we are in a pandemic and I'm sure it would be a little bit difficult to get to Lake Placid and, um, you know, across the border. Although it's not too far from Montreal, so whatever. I don't get paid enough to <laughs> to figure out those um, logistics. But coming up next, it is Friday, so you know the drill. We are here to crown the winners and losers of the week. Locked on Flames continues. Once again, head on over to Twitter and follow me at Jess Belmosto. Winners and losers of the week. You know where we're going but my so we're gonna do a little little reverse we're gonna start with the loser which is my hamstring (laughs) uh it snowed overnight like for three days and (laughs) i was so aggravated because (laughs) i slipped each and every time i went to go clean my car off before work and i was just really annoyed and i just was not was not prepared <laughs> for the snow in the slightest. 
And, you know, I, my, my left hamstring is, is whew, she's feeling it today, <laughs> especially after being out on the lake today and doing a lot of walking. She's, <laughs> I'm going to have to, uh, I don't know, take a maintenance day or something, maybe uh, be day-to-day or game-time decision with a lower body injury. But my winner of the week is PLB. That man is not going to have to play for John Tortorella much longer. If you listen to the podcast in the past, and, you know, over the summer, Sean and I talked about it, but this is just an anti-John Tortorella podcast. Um, it's actually super weird to me that people call like call him Daddy Torts. That's, I, I, you know, he just seems like a really not great guy to play hockey around. And, um, you know, best of luck to anybody else who is trying to get the heck out of Dodge. And my shout out for the week is, of course, the Ice Garden, which I mentioned in our previous segment. So head on over to the Ice Garden on Twitter and follow them. Turn on their notifications so you know when the games are and for their game coverage. And please enjoy your weekend. I will be back on Monday, of course, with you know, a recap of the game and a look ahead at next week's schedule. And make sure that you are subscribed and following this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app, and you will get the latest episode of Locked on Flames as soon as it's available each day. And once again, I'm going to plug my Twitter (laughs) at Jess Belmosto. Have a safe weekend, everybody, and go Flames.